Yeah. What's going on, good people? This is MC Till with Everybody's Hip Hop Label. You are tuned into the Boom Bap Chat. We are going to have a really good time tonight. We have some incredible guests with us tonight. Before we introduce them, I do want to give a little shout out to everybody's records here in Cincinnati, Ohio. If you're in here, around here, please make it over to Pleasant Ridge. Check them out. They have CDs, tapes, vinyl. They're just a dope store. If you're not here, you can check them out online at everybodysrecords.com. And if you need me to go there and pick up some stuff for you and send it to you, I do that as well. Also want to give a shout out to my man, Samsung Zulu. We're going to be talking about this a little bit more later in the show at the end, and he's going to be our guest next week. we got an album I produced for Sam's son. Uh, a lot of fun stuff with this, but you can get this now. It's available now. You just go to everybodyshiphop.com, and you can get that. Yo, tonight we have in the room some incredible guests, but first, got to introduce our co-host. We have Profound over there with the Wu-Tang in the background. What's up, Profound? What's good, Till? How you be, bro? I'm good, man. I'm feeling good tonight. We also have Io Masma Rod with us. What's up, Io? What's up, brother? Peace, man. Peace. Peace, peace. And as always in the background lurking is Neville. Neville, what's up, man? And this is me, man. That's all I have to say. This is me. <laughs> this is me. Huh. This is me. Interesting you say that tonight. Listen, the MC <laughs> and the producer duo we have in the room tonight. Uh, exceptional artists. They came together. They made a brilliant album. I can't remember the name of the title. Oh, yeah, This Is Me, an incredible album. And we're going to jump into that and so much more. We want to welcome a warm welcome to the Boom Bap Chat to Justo the MC and DK. Welcome, fellas. Peace, 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 peace. Thank y'all for having us. Yeah. Thanks for having us. No doubt. Thanks for being here. One thing we like to do on the Boom Bap Chat is give flowers. We like to show appreciation to our guests. And, you know, just, I just want to give you both props for music. You know, like there's just no, no gimmicks. Like the music that y'all make is just dope. There's just no way around it. Just though to MC, you have one of the dopest voices in hip hop and the way you utilize your voice is incredible where you can kind of sing a little bit, like sing rap style. You rap, you do hooks like better than anybody out there. You can just Thank go bar for bar. You can do it all. So I just appreciate your maturity in the music and how dope you are and how seriously you take the craft. And the same exact compliment to you, DK, on the on the beat side. Like I'm a beat head and the beats you put together, man, the way that you, you know, very simply layer the samples and the drums and the bass and you provide room for the MC to shine. The way that you do that, it just, it sounds beautiful every time. And it just, it all fits right. You know, it's not overproduced, not a lot going on. It just fits right. So the coming together, the two of you is just a beautiful thing. So props to both of you for making incredible music. Thank, Thank you, you too. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. you, man. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Cool, a lot to get into tonight. Uh, I wanna start with your kind of your stories, uh, your upbringings, cause you're from two very different places on the map. And if you could just kind of give us a little nutshell, you know, um, of how you came up and how you got into hip hop. And uh, Justo, we'll start with you. Uh, well, I'm born and raised in Brooklyn, uh, East New York, East New York part of uh, Brooklyn. And uh, yeah, man, I just, I, I found hip hop basically just through, you know, family, music. Music was played all the time in the crib. Um, I grew up in a pretty tough neighborhood, so it was, a, it was a big outlet for me, you know, growing up in the projects and stuff and having, you know, difficulties like everybody else. 
And music was just a, a dope escape for me. And the first time I really got into hip hop, because neither one of my parents are hip hop heads. Mm. Um, they, they're, they're into, they love hip hop, but they're not like, they weren't like listening to like, you know, like hip hop every day or, or yeah. I'll have records or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? They were casual fans. Right. So um, I, I grew up listening to R&B, smooth jazz, even a little gospel here and there, you know, a whole bunch of other stuff. Hip hop was kind of like secondary. So it was really funny that I even got into hip hop because it wasn't even the first um, music that I was really introduced to like that. Um, old school jams, you know, stuff like that, but not really hip hop. So the first time I really heard a hip hop joint where it really like, I was like, man, I think I might want to get into this. I was nine years old and a family friend of mine had picked me up and he was playing DMX's album and then it was X. Mm. And I was like, I was like nine years old at the time. So I was like, what the, what is this? Mm. Like my parents don't even let me hear nothing. Like, like what is this? And we were, he was just bumping in that. Like it went from me being terrified because it was some of the craziest stuff I ever heard. You know what I'm saying? On the right. track to being like, yo, this is like, why am I feeling like this? Like you mm. could actually feel yourself being in, 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 in the storylines that DMX was putting together. And, and it, it just turned, it changed my life. Yeah. Like to this day, that was, that album sticks out to me. And he also used to play the Marshall Mathers LP, which is another like crazy, it has a lot of crazy. If you remember that album, so mm. much imagery and wild stuff Eminem's talking about it. So those two albums were like my first introduction where he would play the whole joint on my way to picking up my mom. And I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, what is going on? And But it, it started something in me. And I think that was my, that was like my first introduction to where I was like, yo, I really like this. Like, I really want to try and do this. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, right on, right on. Yeah, DMX, man, that, what, man, what a great introduction into hip hop, you know? Just the, yeah. the, the, yeah. all the feeling, like you said, yeah. just, it brings you into it, yeah. So yeah. him passing was, him passing was actually tough. Like, it was, yeah. it was legit tough for me because he's definitely on my list of not only like New York MCs, but just MCs in general and hip hop, he's he's definitely top on my list. Yeah. Uh, just as far as the influence and you know, someone I I truly looked up to in the game. So that yeah. was a tough one, you know. Yeah, no doubt. Rest in peace to DMX for sure. Yes, sir. For sure. Yep. Ooh, thank yep. thank you, Justo. DK, how about you, man? Can you tell us a little bit about your upbringing and how you got into hip hop? Uh, yeah. So I'm based, I'm from an island north in northeast of Canada. It's called Newfoundland. It's pretty remote. Um, so that's where I grew up and then I moved to Halifax, which is south of there, um, eight years ago. So I guess where I grew up, it was like hip hop wasn't really like say that popular per se, but I did have a neighbor who was a year older than me and, uh, he was actually from, or his parents were from Columbus, Ohio. So he used to like go back and forth, like to go see his grandparents, like every summer. And he like, used to tell me about like all the stuff that was like on the radio and like really happening in like in the States, which was like a big deal because back then most people only had like dial up. I don't remember like high speed internet coming to where I lived at the time until like maybe 2002 or maybe 2003. So, so anyways, I used to hang out with him and he actually had the same DMX album. I think it was then there was X. I remember he had the other one after that, the great depression too. So mm -hmm. I remember listen to that and I liked it and I kind of like what Justo said like it even though it, like what he was talking about completely was not relatable to me at the time it's like it definitely have, gave me a feeling then I realized then 
after I think he had Eminem and I think maybe Stillmatic came out around the same time. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are definitely my three intros to uh, to hip hop. Yeah, yeah, it's so interesting. Like, you know, you, you the two of you come from drastically different, you know, backgrounds and different regions, and you know how fate brought you to this moment in time where you're making, you know, some incredible music together. DK, was there, um, you know, was there a moment for you where you thought, wait a minute, that I'm I'm really in this thing. Like, this isn't just like fun or, you know, I'm kind of cool listening to this music or making a little beat, but like, I'm really doing this. Um, I would say probably about um, seven, eight years ago. I think I've been making, I think I actually start made my first beat around 12 years ago or something like that. Mm. But I'm thinking like, it took me a few years to really like figure out what I was doing. And then I think, uh, say basically for like the last eight years, I've been like taking it more, a lot more seriously, like as in trying to make something every day or at least every other day. And within like, say the last like three or four years, I've definitely been trying to make something every day. Mm. Um, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Yeah. No. So yeah. And also like, I guess as I got older and I was like able to go like bars and shows and stuff, because the drinking age here is 19, it's not 21. So Mm. I was like able to go and like Mm. meet some people. Yeah. Um, type of thing. Like, so that made a big difference when I was old enough to actually go to shows and stuff because there aren't many shows here that are at like cafes or all ages things. I mean, there are some, but mostly everything is at like a, would be at like a bar and like the, with the way liquor licenses and stuff are here. Right. If you're not 19, you can't get in. Yeah. So, yeah. And then I was able to just meet some people locally. And I think that was a, a turning point for me. And um, also I was like, I was lucky because in Halifax, it's like probably the second oldest scene in Canada, I would say, mm. after Toronto. Surprisingly, it's like mm. not one right. one of the three or four biggest cities, but right. it probably has like the second oldest scene. Wow. And I'm not sure why that is, but huh, that's it's, really interesting. For, it's been there for a while. Like there, there, um, yeah, there's been a scene here for a long time. Yeah, that's cool. You know, I, you mentioned DMX, Eminem. Um, I think you mentioned one other artist too Nas? yeah stillmatic yeah, Nas. like yeah, yeah yeah like so i think about dmx i think about eminem i think about stillmatic and i don't make the connection to like the style of of beats that you make like <laughs> if i listen to your beats i'd be like oh this dude grew up on like p rock and cl smooth mm-hmm, and, like, mm-hmm. you know stuff like that it, where like what got you into making the style of music? Because your music is very, it's got kind of got some jazz to it, some soulfulness to it, some boom bap to it. Uh, wh- where did you, you know, where did that come from? Um, that's a good question. Actually, it's, um, but I do know the answer. When I was, <laughs> yeah, I think and I remember this specifically for some reason, like I was just like on a forum on, in say probably like 2009 or maybe 2010. And uh, I was just like reading about some like albums that people really liked, like underground albums. And somebody said like Word Life by OC. And I was like, who's this guy? Mm. So anyways, I looked him up and I down like I ended up uh, downloading the album. Yeah. And I really liked it. And I was like, what is this? This is crazy. Like I've never heard, never heard anything like that. Wow. That is so So then dope. after that, I went and like back and I went through like uh, the main sources, like early stuff. And I was like, I didn't know that that was like large professor. Who also did some of the beats on Still Mac? I was like, yeah. huh. So I guess like that's the only link. 
Yeah, no, that's so dope, yeah. man. Oh, so you heard Word Life by OC and that yeah, joint heard Word really, Life. That, yeah. that took you down a trip, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I, yeah, Io, what's up? No, and two, uh, the main source, one of the DJs, the main source is from Canada. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Ah. From yeah, Toronto. King yeah, King Cut. He's from yeah. he's from Canada. Yeah, he you know is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so, that's so DITC yeah. in the house, man. That's yeah, dope. No Little plug, we're uh, on our Tuesday night uh, Boom Bap chat on Clubhouse. This Tuesday, we're going to uh, be playing DITC music versus boot camp click music and just oh. having mm-hmm. fun celebrating those legendary groups. We're getting so. ready to start a war. <laughs> nah, mm-hmm. It's all love, man. We're going to celebrate two of the most legendary hip hop crews of all time. DK, that's fact. That's so dope. I'm so glad that you brought up that album by OC because he. that's one of the dopest albums man so. and then also i like went back and dug through like jay-z's early stuff and like reasonable mm. doubt is super jazzy like yeah, the samples yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. on it. yeah mm-hmm. and, he, and like illmatic has like a lot of really jazzy stuff too so i really like yeah. those albums yeah no doubt speaking of that era uh profound you said some earlier connection that justo has yeah, uh, my, yeah. My, my research led me just though to uh, the, uh, I found out that you at one time had an affiliation a gang Gangstar. Yes, uh, sir. Yes, so sir. I wonder if you can if you can speak on that man and what that affiliation was and how your experience was because you know we that means that you was working with Primo and Vibes being boom bap we we need to know what's <laughs> yeah, going on yeah. with that situation, brother. Yeah, yeah. So m- my cousin uh, Vic Black, he was. Well, he he's been a part of Gangstar since the inception. Um, so he was obviously affiliated with them, and he was you know going on tour with them, whatever. But he had came to the hood uh, when I was about eighteen, and he was looking for artists. And my godmother saw him was like, "Oh, you know, uh, Chris, which is my government." She's like, "Chris is he raps or whatever." And so, long story short, we ended up meeting up. He was digging what I was doing. He ended up taking me to the stool. I met Premier, um, and we just started working. We was going to uh, uh, Big French. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Big French. He has a mm-hmm. studio in Harlem. Um, we were going to his studio, so I was recording over there for a little bit. And you know, we had put together a couple joints, and one of the joints was called It's I Year, which got mad love because Primo was in a video. It was like 2012. I, DK actually mentioned on Tuesday that that's how he found out about me because he saw that video. Um, and I didn't, you know, I didn't even know that. I, I, I totally forgot about that track, which is crazy because, you know, we didn't push it how I felt like we should, but that's another story. But, um, but yeah, we rocked out for, for a couple, for a couple years. Um, I got to have some great experiences with Primo. Um, I got to meet a lot of dope people. I remember one time when, I don't know if you guys remember when Primo was doing this album where all these like masters at their, level were like switching genres there was a movie that came out where like primo was doing like uh i think he was trying to mix his boom bap hip-hop with like orchestra and then it was like uh it was a movie about it where all the masters of their like genres were like switching um uh music and nas was actually the mc uh that did a rhyme on the the switch that primo did and so i got to meet nas at dnd like in the studio, he was just chilling. And I'm like, oh, and like Primo, like basically was like, yo, Nas is just da 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 da. I met uh, Coogee Rap in there. Uh, man, it was so many people that would just be up and like, I was there before Prime when when Primo and Prime, when Primo and Royster 5 now was first like really putting Prime together. Like, you know, uh, he would be up 
been there and I would be in the studio all the time. And then I was there when they moved out of D and D and they moved to uh, Queens. Uh, so I was around for a minute, man. I saw a lot of stuff. I, you know, I, I just kept my head down, learned a lot. Um, and then eventually me, me and my, my, uh, my manager, my cousin, we, we parted ways, you know, just for personal situations or whatever, but it, I would never take that away, man. We had so many great experiences. We went to the roots picnic. One time I went as, as, uh, uh, Primo's entourage and we was chilling you know I got to meet so many people backstage and just learned a lot was on stage when Nas did his performance it was it was crazy man it was so many so many dope experiences man I could go on and on it was so crazy but end of the day you know move on Primo still he's still the big homie I still I still hit him up from time to time just to check on him and stuff but you know we got you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. I don't want to get into any anything anything else, but you know, it's always love. You know what I'm saying? So yep. Yeah. Uh, that's dope, man. Super dope. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're yeah. all all big old primo heads in here. What what's yeah, uh as amazing. you know, what'd you say, Io? That's that's amazing. Yeah. I knew Io was gonna like that. that, man. That's that's <laughs> I knew yeah, Io yeah, was man. gonna like that, man. Dude, indeed, yeah. uh you step foot in the holy holy ground, bro. <laughs> no, let, me tell, let me tell you how real it is. Bro. Let me tell you how real it is. I went to go perform, I went to go record one time, and he sent me because I used to be on like his room, you know, like the room that he would always do his joints yeah. in. But one time he took me in another spot. And he was like, yo, this is where, or Vic told me, matter of fact, it wasn't even print. He was like, yo, this is where like everyone like Biggie was up in here, Jay-Z, mm, Nas. Wow. I, so I was about to use the same, well, be in the same, not the same mic, but be in the same room as yeah. all of Busta Rhymes. Like, wow. you know, I was like, I was, I was tripping, bro. Like that, wow. that one recording I did, like, I felt like I was on another level. It was just, wow. you know, like my spirit wasn't even there. You know what I'm saying? It was just so crazy. It was so crazy. So wow. all those experiences, I can't, you know, you can't take nothing away from that, man. For real. Especially being a young cat, I, you know, I was, probably wasn't even born when they first put out um their first album i don't think so because when, when did when did gangstar their first album was what, 88 i wasn't even born yet i wasn't even born yet i was born the next year so that's wow. how you know what i'm wow. saying being a young and out that was big for me that changed yeah. my life you know wow. <laughs> yo to anyone in the room it just a little side note question here of all the gangstar foundation releases so like gangstar J. Rue, you know, all that stuff. Is there an album that you feel like, man, that album got slept on? Because that's a majorly dope album that nobody really talks about as much as they should. It's a few. Yeah? But for me, it's that group home, bro. Yes. Yes. I'm glad you said that. He gave them dudes some heat, bro. Yeah, he did. (laughs) Group home album is nuts, bro. Like, I love that album. Yeah, that group home mm. album is nuts, bro. Yeah, it is. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. From start to finish, them beats was banging, bro. Like, for real. The last Gangstar album, I would say the owners just slept on it. I love that album. Yeah, I thought that was a good album. For sure. Yeah, I'm with that, Neville. Yeah. I would say, I think J. Rue's albums don't get... Uh, don't get the Just type do. of man. Yeah. Come on, man. The, especially that second one, the first one. Yeah. But that second one, bro, like frustrated nigga. Yeah. How you, <laughs> man? Bro, that J. Rue is bananas, dog. Like, yeah, I love that album. 
my god super dope uh, yeah. all right just a little side note there side note sorry sorry no no you know you're good i just you know that's what it is boom bang. Any, yeah, it's fine. exactly any chance to get a chat about gangstar foundation i'm, I'm down i love <laughs> i love like every, I, I can't think of any album that came out of that group that I was like that's whack i can't think of that. <laughs> no just didn't no, right. i mean if primo if primo's on it it's gonna be you know of a level so all right, so we we chat a little bit about your upbringing, how you you know got into the music. How did you get to this point where you two are you making you know this this dope project together? Is this the first time y'all worked together? What was that first time like? How'd y'all meet? Can you kind of take us through that? DK, you want me to go or you want to do? Uh, I guess I I can start it off. Everybody. So yeah, All after right. the Just Our Year video that we just spoke about, mm-hmm. um, I emailed Justo and sent some beats and I think he may have sent me some stuff back and I think just over the years we just been kind of emailing some tracks like back and forth um but there's one track that we did that like really kind of broke through I think well for me I really liked it we did this track it was called Nightmare in Brooklyn and it had like yeah it was fire just yeah. like yeah it was just like really dark and sinister and it got picked up for uh, this like uh project and uh commit and it to acknowledge i think it was like the 25th anniversary of the rodney king beating mm. and there's some dope visuals that got made to accompany the video yeah and yeah and it was really well received mm. yeah yeah and what, what, what around like what was the year around what time uh i think we probably would have been 2016 or something something like that no 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 well we met we started chatting with each other i believe 2014 or 2013 yeah so, i think 2013 so we've been you know it, it hasn't been like a it's, i mean as far as like people linking up and, and working on music and two guys that have never like we've only met each other once in person so seven years that's a pretty long time for us to you know keep it keep our connection or whatever so yeah it was around 2013 and then 2016 we did that joint and then we did a couple other joints, but we never did a full project together. Right. So this is our first full project together. And, and you know, we talked about it a little bit on uh, Tuesday. It I feel like it, it, it came out so seamlessly because we just had so much time to vibe with each other. And, you know, I knew his style. He knew my style. We yeah. knew how, you know, we worked. Um, and we've been watching each other still, obviously. So even though we weren't putting a lot of stuff out together, we've still been okay, I see what what production he's working on. Mm-hmm. He's seeing what, what projects I'm putting out. So I think it, it made it easy for us to just kind of, you know, know where to go as far as um putting something together. And uh, yeah, it was really seamless. It, it just kind of flowed. So yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. easy. You, the, I, I would say that the two of you complement each other musically very well. And I would assume you agree <laughs> since you made, you know, Absolutely. music together. Why do you think that is? Why do you think you complement each other so well? Uh, I think we both just have a really laid back approach. We're mm. not very, you know, some, you guys know this, dealing with rappers and other artists, some guys are divas, man. Like some dudes, <laughs> some, producers, again, some producers, oh some producers, some rappers, <laughs> singers, man. It's so hard to get past first base, so to speak. You mm. know what I mean? Like they just yeah. understand like, yo, this is what it's just so much technical shit you got to go through. And it's like, bro, can we just make music? 
Yeah. And so for DK, is is that's how we are. You know, I don't beef a lot about anything. I'm like, bro, if there's anything I don't like, I'll be like, yo, can you just change X, Y, and Z? And that's it. You know, it's, right. it's done. And, you know, and the same for, for him. He knows he could do the same to with me. But usually it's like, bro, this is how I trust you. You're the producer. I'm going to trust you to be the producer. And same thing for me. You know, I, I can't stand when a producer tries to tell me how to rap. Yeah. You know, like, oh, yo, yeah, you no. should say this or you should say that. Or I'm like, bro, like. Do you want to do it? You know what I'm saying? I, but- I think the only time <laughs> I think the only time I would actually say something's if I thought like a line was like really bad. Right, and right. At the same time, like that would wouldn't happen. And I would respect it because yeah. he's my bro. We've been doing this for a minute. You know, I do the same yeah. thing with meticulous. Like if he says like yo, that line, I will hit, but if I'm just working with you the, for the first time, it's like, yo, I, I don't really know you like that. Let's just right. let's yeah. just let it vibe out. But with, with DK, I think it's so easy because one of the years that we've had together, working together, and then, you know, just he's just easy to work with, man. It's yeah. just not a, a lot of fluff, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we both put the music first. I think that's the most important thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you all know each other very well, like, outside of the music context? Like, have you all spent time together, hanging out, eating, you know, chatting about basketball or whatever? Uh, only met yeah, once. We did once, yeah. Once, I went, okay. Was in New York, and I was fortunate mm-hmm. enough to, yeah, get the time. To, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But we chat, you know, we hit each right. other, yeah, yeah. On, 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 especially recently because we have this project, and you know, we're always coming up with ideas. We're talking to each other about the, you know, the process and everything. So we've definitely contacted each other and talked more recently oh, yeah. with the project and everything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we yeah. kick it. Trying to keep it that way too. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's amazing yeah. how. Um, I don't know how, how close you can get to people and how you can, you know, just online virtually, you know, yeah. just in, yeah. through texting. And it's like, man, it's crazy. Yeah. Like how close you can feel to someone. You never, never met them. Some, in some cases, you know? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, wow. hey, just, can you, let me ask you something since I got, I got to ask the MC questions. So what's the difference? Do you think putting your songs together being in the lab and and i don't mean like comparing primo to dk i'm talking about like being in the lab with the person that you're actually working on the song with versus mm. doing it the way that we all do it because io and i do music like that we pass you know music back and forth because i'm in florida he way you know on the right, other side right, of the right. world what right. can you can you just talk about what the difference is songwriting style you know wise because what i've heard on this on this album on the ep it sounded like y'all was in the studio together brother like it don't <laughs> sound like y'all were in two different places right but right. i know i know that there's a difference you know what i'm saying between the way y'all put it together and actually being together and i just wanted to see what you right about. well well respect to to uh our engineer um the man who engineered it, dj uncle fester who who he he kind of made he was the one who helped everything sound so glued together, you know, as far as just the quality of it and the sound of it. But I think as far as what you're talking about, um, the difference isn't isn't a lot for me just on the simple fact that I've been doing it remote in this way for so long. I've been working with so many producers that that aren't in this country that that process to me isn't that isn't that uh, it, it just isn't that hard. You know, I'm able to get into my I actually like being at home. And doing it, you know, out of the studio because I get to get into my own zone. 
I get to be away from all the stuff. I get to take in the world for what it is. And then I just get to be home and just kind of express it the way I want to. You know, um, I think the advantages of being in the studio is that you can get those tidbits right there. Like the producer yeah. could be like, yo, do that. You know, or maybe you should do this or let's try to add this, you know, and they could tell you right then and there instead of you having to go back and do it again and send it again. Mm -hmm. and so those are, I think those are the big differences of when you're in the room with the person and you can build it up at that time, like it's a whole different vibe, you know, um, and there's pros and cons to both. But to me, you know, this one, it, it, it just worked out the way it did because of our connection already. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think we're pretty good at like discussing concepts and stuff like that as well. And I think that yeah, like, yeah, yeah. with concepts in mind, like it just makes everything easier. So is that what you guys did? Like, did you guys like come together like a meeting of the minds and you had an idea of what direction you wanted the, the project to go? Or did you just let it like he sent you beats and you wrote it and you let it form the way it was go form, like kind of organically? Yep. Yep. I almost mm -hmm. always do it like that. I almost uh, always mm -hmm. do it like that. I usually never have a preconceived like, oh, I'm going to make a project like this. I, I, I'm i a firm believer of I'm just a vessel. I let the music speak to me. And then I and I whatever I'm feeling that's personalized, that's connected to me, that's going to go on that beat. And if it mm -hmm. don't move me, then I'm not going to use the beat. So I'm, or I'm not just I'm not going to use the track. So everything he was sending me was moving me in that direction. And I was only picking beats that felt like that direction. And that's mm -hmm. why the, the project is so cohesive because yeah. I was only, if you sent me something that was off, I was like, I'm not going to use this one, bro. Like right. send me another one. And everything yeah. that felt like the first one, yeah, I just kept it going. So, right. cool. yeah. So you had so kind of came again. You, you, you had an idea where you wanted to go. Where yeah. You, as we, as we were okay. going yeah, on, yeah, as yeah. we were going with it, yeah. it started to come to me and stuff. And, yeah. and he was, he was feeling it. So he started sending me stuff that felt, Okay. like where you know what i was doing and so it was it's really weird man we didn't do a lot of speaking it was more so just filling each other out mm -hmm. as far as what the sounds were and you know and usually that's how it works so i love when producers work like that too yeah that's good yeah man. i love how there's just so many different ways you mm -hmm. know to make something beautiful you know yeah i mean yeah. some mcs like to be in the studio you know doing it like that you know you do it the way that you did it some mcs like want to craft it all out like have it know exactly where they're going before they even get the first beat or work on it there's yeah. just so many different ways and i think the lesson is like do it how you do it you know yeah whatever, whatever yeah, fits yeah. you you know rock that you know i want to try yeah. something different if we ever do a follow-up project i like to go and, and just work in person and just like yeah. go to the studio for a couple of yeah, days for sure. just make beats on the spot and just see yeah. what happens that would be you fun know? Trial that would be error, fun. right, is kind of just interesting with different results. Like the quality may not be there, but you know, try it. I love pushing yeah. limits too. So you know, yeah. get out your comfort zone. I I would love to do that, bro. So you already know. I mean, that's the ultimate capture the moments, you know, situation. Yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. And and let's live stream the entire thing. Yeah, oh yeah, that definitely. Actually, some uh, static selected did that with Bum B. Yeah, they did, they did oh, it out together and they live stream. They did it in like I don't know a couple of days or whatever, and they live streamed the entire recording process. Wow. Yeah, wow. it wasn't all that exciting to watch after you know like three hours of <laughs> you sure. know, just like practicing a lyric, you know. <laughs> but it was fascinating. It was definitely. Fun. I I met him a few times. He's actually super cool. Bun B or Static Selection? Oh, Static. Oh yeah, yeah. He seems yeah. cool. Yeah. Seems super yeah. cool. He yeah, was right in on. Halifax once, and oh, right on. Yeah, I met him after a show in New York once. 
do do most yeah. people that come to Halifax come there once? Uh, <laughs> yeah, usually. Or do they come back? Yeah. Do you have like return, you know returner, you know, MCs yeah. or you know, oh, acts that come too. back more than once? I think I think so. I mean, it's funny because like the scene is small, but like we, at least we have like some shows, which is good. Because yeah. well, I think that helps saying. the like yeah. scene. There, there are some scenes where it's like it, it may not be big, but there's so much love there that people, you know, yeah. artists like to come back to it. You know, yeah, right. So I'm, I'm. The Beat Nuts really... have been here a few times. Oh, I, oh, word. I think those are the only people I can think of who are return. Wow. people. Hey, MCs, yeah. if you're listening in, man, get, get out there to Halifax, man. They got yeah, man. You love. Iomas, you had a question? Yeah, because I was just saying, like, uh. I know what Halifax is, but how far is that from? No, I'm originally from Chicago, but I live in Toronto now. So, how how far is Halifax from 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 like Nova Scotia? Is that Halifax. the same? That's the same yeah, vicinity, it's, it, right? Yeah, same it's just, area, yeah, it's right? The capital yeah, city yeah. of Nova okay, Scotia. Okay, 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 cool, cool. Gotcha, gotcha. That's what's up. So what's I'm up? curious. You put the album together. Here it is. This is me. Justo the MC and DK. Looks good on that CD, man. Yeah, it does good, look good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's it. Uh, you put this together. I'm curious to know, like, after, after you made it, what was the process after that? Was there, like, did you sit down and think, like, okay, this is how we're going to market it and, pr- and promote it? Was there any thought behind that or any game plan? Or was it just like, well, whatever? <laughs> Go ahead, DK. You can start. <laughs> well, that's an interesting question. So, yeah, uh, like, well, we got the artwork done, and I think that was key because we wanted to have, like, a really good visual um, for the artwork, of course. And then we just planned on um, putting it out, releasing it digitally. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting because, like, we kind of just released it. We didn't really do much, you know, promo right. because I find, again, with the whole trial and error thing, I, we just find that sometimes just releasing stuff and just saying, look, 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 it's here. You yeah. can click and listen to it instead of, you know, just telling people that something's coming, coming, and then they, they don't really care about it by the time right. it comes out. So yeah, this came out and we got posted by a few where we got some love from different outlets like yourself. And uh, yeah, it just kind of went from there. We've gotten like lots of love online and uh like tons of views and like a lot of really good feedback from this project. That was yeah. a bit surprising from, for me, honestly. Um, I, yeah. I think um, going into it, I didn't want to put too much pressure on it because I felt like we have been putting out so much stuff individually mm-hmm. for the last couple you know, months anyway, that it just felt like, man, let's just put it out. I felt like, you know, we had some momentum. I had just dropped something, you know, DK was doing a lot of stuff already. So I was like, man, let's let's just put it out and let's just, you know, see what the people say, you know, and yeah. we we initially only put it on Bandcamp and people were really picking it up on Bandcamp. And that was that was the like the shocker. And then when we said we were just going to do digital, you know, those first couple weeks, like people were really feeling it. And it, it was kind of surprising, but it also showed that the momentum and the stuff that we've been doing is working. And DK always tells me, like man like you're doing a good job just putting out project after project mm. and just being strategic about that right and um i was like yeah well let's ride that wave then and and, and, and so that's how we did it it's 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 cool that like the way in which it is getting out there to the people 
kind of feels like it's the way in which the project was recorded. Cause just so you were saying that like, you kind of caught a vision after a few songs, like, okay, this is the direction it's taking. And it feels like that's kind of what's coming to you as far as like getting it to people like, okay, right. Um, we're, start, we're starting to see people are feeling it. This is kind of the direction it's going. It's kind of cool that it's, you know, kind of forming like that. Well, like DK said, it's trial and error. So yeah. it's like, he's right. Sometimes you put so much pressure on a joint and people end up not even feeling it the way you thought they would just because, right. you know, maybe your strategy just didn't work. Maybe the timing was bad. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like mind of a man, when if to go back to like with me and Meticulous, we didn't put as much thought into mind of a man putting it out and as we did County of Kings. And mind of a man ended up getting way more love than County of Kings because County <laughs> of Kings dropped around the time that everything was going on with COVID and uh, Black right, Lives right. Matter. And, yeah. and so it totally like messed up our momentum. So you yeah. like it's just you literally never know. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So you're just better off just putting it out there. And just seeing what happens because what happens, if you yeah. try to time it, you know what I'm saying, you just never know what's gonna pop up. Right, right. Might as well yeah. just get it out. Yeah, and, and better to do than to not do. Usually, you know, right, make, make right. it happen. Yeah, especially in this day and age. You know, right. back in the day, you had to do that and all of that. But right, you know, a wise man told me like in this day and age, with the way social media and everything, bro, just give the people what they want, give them good music. And, and just put it out there and see what happens. And then you yeah. can go from there. You can start, like you said, just start doing little things here and there. We're blessed to be on your show two times in a week. We didn't yeah. think that was gonna happen. Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? So, right, right. Yeah. yeah, this is what it is. Yeah, and also just like posts on social media every couple of days, just reminding people that the project is out, you know? Because like I said, people's attention span is so low. Maybe they <laughs> forgot to look at the tweet and click on the link one day. You post right. it again a few days later and people check it out and say, oh, this is pretty dope. You know, you can really go get a lot of content if you just keep on, you know, plugging away. Have you, yeah. uh, has uh, Raw Side Hip Hop shown y'all love for this project? Do you know this group? Okay, I'm, I'm no. putting it out there now. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. Because I, I feel like I saw a name like that, but I don't think so. I don't think anyone hit us directly. All so, right, I'm, I'm, I'm no. putting it out there live so that y'all can hold me accountable. Raw Side Hip Hop, uh, rawsidehiphop.com, they, they do great work at like just, letting people know about dope hip hop. So I'm sure they'll do a write up on this album because this is right up their alley. So I would love it. They're, 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 yeah, they're based out of Australia, but you know, oh, it's online. So it's worldwide. So yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. So, so That's peace to uh, Brutus Maximus at Raw Side Hip Hop. Um, can, you yo. show, can you show me again that physical CD? That's the oh. one that you bought or you know, you know what? <laughs> I, I, I think I think I'm the only person in the world that has a CD copy of this album. I'll tell you how to can I'll tell you the story. I I heard the album uh-huh. uh on Spotify. And uh-huh. you know, I know Justo and I, I was like, man, this this is this is really good. I really like this project. So I reached out to Justo the MC and DK and I was like, look, I I can you know press up a CD. It only costs like five bucks. So there's no money involved. I can press it up and I can just like do some video. And I, you know, I do a lot of videos online, just talking about albums, reviewing them and whatnot. And I can just do a, you know, do a little review and just have the CD kind of as a prop. And, you know, I like CDs. So I, you know, listen to the CD, mm-hmm. too, you know, and they were like, yeah, that sounds cool. Do it. So 
So that's what I did. I pressed it up. And uh, yeah, I think I'm the only one in the world that owns a This Is Me CD. So wow. if anyone's not- <laughs> copy. Only one copy. in the world. I'm selling got- it for $2,000 tonight. <laughs> <laughs> on a side note, I don't know oh, how man. you come up with music like you do, Till. Like, my God, you're like a professor of, that's what's up, though. Hey, yeah, I love it, man. So, uh, I love he puts it. Yeah. He's 10,000 Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. $10,000 for sure. So yeah, so we'll have to talk. I, someone asked you, you know, you mentioned this, we interviewed you all on Clubhouse two nights ago, uh, with Neville and I and um, had a good time there until like three in the morning. But anyway, um, <laughs> someone asked about vinyl, if you all were yeah. gonna put this on vinyl. So had you thought through that a little bit more if you're gonna release it on vinyl or CD? Oh, yeah, or, we, or? we definitely we talked. Um, but we're still trying to we're trying to figure it out. You know, we don't we want to make sure that the people are as engaged and want it as much as they're saying. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We don't want to put that, you know, uh, because y'all know how vinyl is, man. It's you know, especially man. especially right now with yeah. because I just did a vinyl situation uh with not Tough Kong, um Frank's vinyl. Frank's vinyl, yeah. uh in I forgot what country they're in, Italy, I think. And it was a shit show to say the least because yeah. of oh, the COVID thing. You know, yeah. I had people hitting me up like, yo, I still didn't get mine, blah, 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 blah. Right. So it, you know, it was tough. So I don't, you know, besides that, also just wanted to make sure people really don't go out there and cop it. Yeah. You know, so we're, uh, we're, we're still putting out feelers. If you want to go the CD route and do it very simplistic, you know, this is very, it's very beautiful, man. Yeah. It's That's not beautiful. like an insert and all that jazz. It's simple. But if you want to go this route, we can talk and make that happen. It's it, the blueprints already there. So hmm. um, I, I want to uh, ask some fun questions uh, to end the night. But before that, I do want to jump into this album a little bit since we've been talking about it. So the album is called This Is Me by yep. Justo, the MC and DK. And it's a phenomenal album. If you had to pick. All right. Let's let's imagine someone's out there listening to the podcast right now. They've not heard your music before. If there was one song on this album that you would point them towards, what, what song would that be? Can you feel this one first? Yeah, you can. Yeah, either way, yeah. I'll I'll go with effortless. Effortless, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say effortless too, but after after Tuesday, you guys, you guys made me like rethink it because <laughs> there's so much like you know it's different when you listen to your own music, yeah, but when yeah. you get people to like give you feedback and and they're excited about the songs, it re-energizes you about the songs because you, right. you've been with it for so long. So it was like, damn, y'all had me thinking. Was, y'all was bumping that, handing out L's, and I'm listening to it. I was like, you know yeah. what? That that joint crazy, holding it down crazy. But I think effortless just because, man, like I said, that the way the way everything flows together on effortless is effortless. It's, it's just, I don't know. I think it gives people the best. It, and that beat is nasty. Yeah. I think it's one of the, it's the, to me, it's one of the more grittier beats on the, on the album. And, um, I always like to push people to the gritty side yeah. um, when, when it comes to like my projects, even though I do it, like you said, too, I do a lot of different stuff, right. but I love to push them to that. So I think effortless will probably be, I'll have to agree with you, K. Effortless. Okay. And uh, sh- shout out to Marcus, who's uh, listening, watching on uh, Facebook. Uh, he said he hasn't heard of y'all yet, but he's going to check you out. So there you go, Marcus, listen to effortless. And if that, mm. if that hooks you, you can listen to the rest of the album and I guarantee you it will for sure. So shout out to Marcus. Thanks for watching. Um, all right. I have an interesting question for you guys. I love performing. 
and Profound is, is a master performer up, up here. Io Moss is like the, the legend of playing drums and rapping at the same time and just killing the show. Fine. So you have some legendary MCs in here that put on incredible shows. When I was doing a lot of performing, I was trying to do skits, like where we did skits. So like we would perform and then we like do these interactive skits where we're like, we go out to the crowd and mess with them and stuff. It was great fun. <laughs> it's cool. If you perform this album, in be- like at the end of most of your songs, like the, the beat drops out and it's just a sample. Let's imagine you're performing this album live on stage. And instead of that sample at the end playing for, you know, 20 seconds, it plays for like three, three, four minutes. What, what would be the themes that you would talk? And, you, and it's just like just the MC and DK jazz, you know, cafe vibe. And after you perform the song, it's just you two just kind of chatting. What would be some of the themes, some of the emotions that you would try to provoke, you know, at a live show if you're just kind of chatting with the audience? Hmm. Um, damn, that's a really good question. Um, well, I think I would definitely base it on the track. So whatever song right. is, is going off, like if it's This Is Me, you hear what This Is Me is about, it's just talking about, or better yet, I'll use validation because validation is a really mm. good one. So let's say I'm doing validation, you know, you will want to engage and see what validates people. You know what I'm saying? Like after you hit a song, like y'all want to know, like, you know, like what's your validation? Like, what do you feel in your whatever field that you're in or even in life in general? Because yeah. I think a lot of the times people get like that song wasn't necessarily meant for even though I'm talking about being in a rap game, I'm people want to be validated in general. Yeah. Just in yeah. their lives. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just as a human. Right. So. I think having that conversation and just kind of getting in people's heads, that's a little deeper than, than you know, that probably wouldn't be a fun conversation, but it would be something to have people. <laughs> if people probably start looking at themselves crazy after that, but I think it'll be, you know, I, I would definitely go off the theme of each song though. Right I wouldn't here. just like try to randomly throw something in there. I right. think for effortless, I would try to, Effortless, I would ask them like how how dope you thought that was. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, did that feel did that feel effortless? Right, you, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, or, yeah. or, but different things like that to just try to like capture the song. You know what I'm saying? If if I had to do it like that. Right, right. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I I agree. Uh, and because the last song is uh on the track or on the album is the reels to do it. Mm-hmm. I think I put on a little bit of a magic magic trick. I think I'd just break out the 45 that sampled and mm-hmm. I'd play like maybe like a minute of the original sample and kind of like, you know, how Premiere shows off some of the samples that they flip yeah. as like a magic trick before getting into the track. Probably do I that. like that. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I think it'd be That's fun cool. just because there's so many different like chops and stuff. I think right. the crowd would be amused. Yeah. Oh, for handing out L's, we would give out literal. <laughs> <laughs> We would give L's to the crowd. Like, it would be the yeah. big, like, the hand. Like, yeah, the yeah. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. We would be handing dope. out L's while L's, we're rapping. Yeah. Just handing out L's. That is it. Man, I love that you know song. What I'm saying? That's such yeah, a good song. That sample is ridiculous. Ridiculous. So I, I feel like this album, it had, like, if you did perform it live, you you could go this route that we're kind of chatting about now, like, kind of more of a laid-back approach, rap the song, kind of chill, talk to the audience. You could also go the other approach because the beats hit hard. You you could also go to like get your hands up and like you know get into this. 
Is there an approach that you would prefer to take if you got to perform this album? Would you rather go the layback route or more of like throw your hands up and get into this thing? Yeah, both. I I I would go to really. You said yeah. both, DK. Yeah, okay. yeah, both. Yeah, I, you can, I yeah, go you with the tough. Both. I go okay. the tougher track when tough. Tr- yeah, the tougher tracks. Just you know, try to pump up the crowd a little yeah. bit, and then go on something a little bit more mellow, like validation. Then go yeah. back up, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the project itself is definitely up and down, so yeah, yeah. we we yeah. would have to we would have to go off that vibe for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, quick question I want to ask you guys: How do you define success in in your um, you know in what you're trying to pursue musically? Or do you? Maybe you don't. Maybe you like I don't define success. I just live and make music, and it is what it is. That's is so cool yo, too. That that question is crazy because I feel like I think I mentioned this last uh, Tuesday night how like that kind of changes as you develop and as you get older. Your definition of success starts to form and starts to be different you know yeah when I first started I wasn't a parent I didn't have kids I didn't have you know so my idea right. of success was way different what I thought it should look like was way different you know um, right but I think you know as you get older you get wiser you realize you know success is comes from you you know it has nothing to do right. with what the people say you know it has absolutely nothing to do with the, the feedback you get back has everything to do with how you feel about you, yeah. you know, how you feel about your music, how it resonates with you. And then whatever energy you put out is that's what you get back. So I think um, success can't definitely can't be based on the money. It can't be based on any of those things because those things are fleeting. They come and they right. go. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if success is like, yo, I just made a hard beat and that shit moved me. Like, you know, I mean, I can't wait for the, to give this to whoever. I don't even right. care. You know what I'm saying? Or I make a rhyme. Like, I remember the other day I was I was recording something and I literally was getting goosebumps while I'm recording. I'm by myself. Yeah. No one's with me. I'm recording. I'm getting goosebumps. I'm like, yeah, this is this is the validation right here. This is the success. Right. This is the process. You know, the success. Like I heard Kobe rest of the day, but he said success is in the process. It's mm. not the after effect. It's not what happens after. It's the shooting in the gym it's the hours three o'clock in the morning and you doing right. that's where the success is because you know that's the inception of it. everything else is just what you get from it right you know, it has nothing to do with with because you can't get it if you don't do that work so right. that's the success so yeah, yeah. that's how i view it now as a 30 something year old you know <laughs> before it was much much different but that's what sure, i see yeah. now yeah 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 dk yeah i think just I hit the nail on the head there. I think when I was younger, I just used to define it and say, it's like who I was working with, or maybe how many, if I can get any placements or how many placements. Right. But I like honestly, I don't even care about that stuff anymore. I just want to make music that uh, I genuinely like, yeah, uh, with artists that also inspire me to make the best music possible. And I think that that, yeah, yeah, dope, that's dope. successful if I'm able to make music that's genuine to me and I feel it's high quality then i think that's a success yeah yeah right on but right. I, I, I wouldn't be lying if i said i didn't want more people to know about it yeah I want more people to put me no, up yeah. there, right you know yeah. what i'm saying but it's and it's not even about the money i I want people to recognize that yo we making some dope shit that yeah. that to me is 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 probably the only outward success i want i want people right. to be like yo this dude you got to put him on the top like you gotta say he one of those dudes yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that would mean a lot to me as far as the people's concerned. Yeah, you know, something that was real clarifying to me that I realized a couple of years ago was that it wasn't that I, I wanted to make more money. 
It was that I wanted the opportunities and the choices that money can provide. There's some things that I want to achieve and do in life. And money makes those things much easier, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. Right. So, yeah. So it's like all about, you know, defining that, you know, each right. artist defining that for themselves, you know? So that's cool that you've thought about that. Um, Profound, Ilmas, Neville, you have any any uh, thoughts or, or questions before we <clears throat> head into some of our final fun questions of the night? I got a, I got one question before we move on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as as we were going through this, something caught my attention, brother. Just is, was there significance behind the naming of the songs and the order of which they were laid out on the EP? Um, good question, bro. Um, the 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 naming of the songs basically came at like like I said mentioned earlier, like they came as it went. Like as I was putting them together. The names kind of just started flowing out. I actually didn't have the funny thing is I did the only song I didn't have a name for was the first song. And that's basically how we came up with the album name. Because I was trying to figure out like what, what can I name this track? And eventually this is me came up. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe that should be our because me and DK couldn't figure out the name of the of, of the album. We didn't know what to call it. And so okay. it kind of wow. simultaneously simultaneously happened where that became the name of the first track and then it became the name of the album. And um, there wasn't any significance until I started just putting the tracks together. Like I was explaining, explaining earlier, like every song just kind of became its own. And then I tried to stay in that same lane and it just basically turned into what it was. Let me tell you, let me show you what you did though. Because, and I'm gonna read, I'm gonna read it in order. This mm -hmm. is me. And I'm gonna read it to you how I how how it came to me. This is why I'm asking the question. Okay, this is okay. me. This is me. I make it effortless. I hold it down with validation for the people handing out L's because I'm the realest to do it. Wow. Wow. That's dope. That's dope. That's why <laughs> that's, I asked. That's wow. why your name is profound, bro. There you go. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. It just popped. I was just that's like, dope. man, I wonder. Yeah, okay. That's you though. Wow. But I'll did that. That's that's what happens when you let the when you let the vibes, you let the universe, you let the you know, you let your higher power do it. You know, what I mean, I wasn't even trying to do nothing. I was just trying to be a vessel. You know what I'm saying? So that's beautiful that you Man. that you can see that. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. Yeah, you I appreciate be, that. You question. should be track listing like, you know, for major artists. <laughs> hey, Amen. <laughs> All uh, organic, man. That's my thing yeah. is, is it's all organic. The funny thing and the reason I asked that is because the one thing that I usually never do is name a song before I start writing it. Everything mm -hmm. that I've always done is just it's been kind of just organically yeah. happening. And then I'd be like, mm -hmm. damn, what am I going to call this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and sometimes yeah. I might even call it what the producer might have named the track when he said right, it right, to right. me. Yeah. yeah, right, right. Sometimes, sometimes I'll do that. But most of the time now nah, I'll I'll it's usually middle of the process for me. Like I listen yeah. to the beat, I think of the hook. And then I was explaining this to Neville last uh, Tuesday night. Usually I'm a, like, I'm a writer. Like I used to love writing in school. So um, I need a theme kind of to help me stay mm -hmm. in that pocket. So I usually try to think of a theme before I even, I, I usually try to think of a title before I even start writing. I'm kind of backwards from, from how you do it. Because mm -hmm. I like to have that theme so I can get yeah. an idea and stay in that lane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so. I remember learning that's how Guru would do it. Mm. That he would he would write out 
kind of the song titles for the entire album. And then he See, and Guru's a cancer like me. He's I'm a yeah, I'm July first. I think he's in July as well. So maybe it's that we think the same yeah, way yeah. The, the stars align the same. Right, way. right, right. Yeah. That's that's how yeah. that's that's Cap D's process too from all natural. Like mm. he actually orders, like he gets the beats, he puts the beats in like I'm I should I guess I shouldn't be telling his recipe, <laughs> but but that's how he does it. Like yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He actually comes up with the concept of the whole project and then right. put it all in order and then just run it down the line. Like, yep, I've done that. I've done that several yeah. times. I didn't do that with yeah. this one, but I definitely have done yeah. that before. Yeah, yeah. Dope, dope. Io or Neville, did y'all have any other questions that you wanted to ask tonight? I I don't have a question, but I just mm-hmm. wanted to just go back to what he said about his his um his his idea of success. Yeah, because that, that's it resonated with me because that's totally my idea of what success is, is not what everybody else validation, um, but it's, 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 it's you validating yourself. Mm. You know what mm. I mean? Like I'm not looking for fans, but I'm looking for a community of listeners. And if you yeah. vibe with my music then you vibe with my music, if not, it may not be for you. Right. Um, and just like you said, I love that Kobe quote, um, mm. you know, that, that idea and that mentality, that mamba, the mamba mentality, you know? Right, 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 exactly. Yeah, like that's so dope. And I, I also like what you said about, to go back what you said about cats being uh, prima donnas and stuff. Like, it's like, that's not even what the culture is all about, man. I just feel like we losing our way when it comes to like that. Cause like, that's one of the most refreshing things when you meet somebody that you idolize. Like I, I met like a most deaf, super mm-hmm. humble dude and it makes mm-hmm. you love their music even more you know what i mean that he's like a top tier cat like that but super humble and still down to earth so i really appreciate like artists like that you know absolutely I mean? so, yeah yep. I, I i appreciate that mentality we need more of that and i'm glad you said that like we need that we need more energy like that in the culture yeah so I appreciate, appreciate it brother you, thank, yeah, you. Appreciate thank you thank you and dope, dope. Yeah. uh neville uh, any questions from you tonight? Yeah, my question number one is, I guess, Phil, can you please get me a copy of that physically? I want it for the ride. I told you 2000 bucks tonight, man. Hey, <laughs> ransom. <laughs> and then the second question, I kind of asked y'all this on Tuesday, but I think it's good on this format since it's a different platform. Yeah. Just though, can you give us two or three of the projects for those not familiar which ones to step in and then same with you dk when he's uh done two or three projects or songs or whatever you know as intros to you since we're on a different platform and format i think that's a good thing for the public yeah so i think i said on tuesday there's three projects that uh stick out for me and the first one would be epiphany that i did with toronto-based uh group uh called the lost info my man's old man 80s blanks and future wave um they, uh, we did a project called Epiphany, and that joint to me was like crazy slept on. We did our due diligence too, with 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 uh, trying to set up, getting all all everything set up, and and you know, like I said, sometimes you just never know, um, and it didn't work out the way we wanted to, but it's still a dope project. So Epiphany, and then the two joints I did with uh, Meticulous Mind of a Man and County of Kings. Those those three albums to me will definitely give you an idea of like where where my zone is where where i've come from um and just uh and just a, a just an overall idea of like what, what i bring to the table so yeah dope dk 
Yeah, so I only released one project. It's basically just, uh, it's a producer album with multiple yeah. features. It's called Soul Expressions. I released it in late 2019. So I think that that project does give a good overview of my yeah. music and my sound. Yep. Definitely. That's, yeah. that's a dope, dope project right there. Thanks. So yeah, man. Yeah. Cool. Well, listen, fellas, I have uh, one, one more question for you each uh, before we ride out of here with uh, some of your music. Uh, I think it's a fun question. We'll, we'll start with Justo the MC. If you had a pick, so DK is going to do another album with another MC, but it's not going to be you this time. It's going to be another MC. Who would you pick for him to produce for? I got to only pick one or I could pick one. Yeah, one. one? So it, yeah, it's a producer oh, okay, MC I go duo. One. I got to go one. I got to go. Yeah, who would it be? You guys are going to like this. Comedy. Oh, yes, yes, and I think nice. that would be, I think that would be so Chicago, bro. Yeah. I think that would be so fire. Sheen, if you're listening, you know what I'm saying? Come on, I think, I think common style is perfect for how DK, you know, carves his beats out. Um, and it'll actually take him back to his old school roots. I feel like yeah. it'll, yeah. it'll have him on, on you yeah. know, how he was back in the day. And it'll probably bring something out of them, but I think that would be awesome to hear comment over DK's joints. All right, let's get on that. Let's get on that. Hey, Doug, let's make it happen. Doug Infinite, man. Come on, man. Tell tell she to come on, man. Dude, yeah. that, that would be dope. That's how you put yeah, it out in the dope. universe, yeah, man. Put I'm it putting out it out there. in the universe. Yeah. Yeah. Jedi Master Doug Infinite, man. Tell she, man, comment, yes. man. Get up with DK. Let's make that album happen. And comment, comment Crazy. Is dope. So and Marcus oh, yeah. on Facebook said comment is one of the illest MCs ever. I totally agree. I think I think his catalog is one of the best catalogs in hip hop. No, no exception. I love <laughs> I love his work. Cool. Uh, that's a great man, DK. You got you got to really step up for your question, man. Because Justo just nailed that one. <laughs> All right, DK. Same question that's for you. One. But if if Justo the MC had to work with one producer for his next album, it can't be you, but you get to pick the producer he works with. Who are you gonna pick? Uh, <laughs> hmm. I'll say the Alchemist. Oh, and the reason why is because he live he leaves like a lot of space in his beats and like yeah. he mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. uses like a lot of like really quirky sounds and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm, and I just. Mm-hmm feel like the space and stuff like that justo would just go in yeah no i feel that. i like that that was yeah. a producer answer right there he said yeah, he yeah. space in the he beats right yeah. Yeah. That's but important. it's just like it's, it's just so open and like yeah it just no, gives yeah, he, well where justo's a writer just we'll just give him so much room you know yeah. just well, he just, just he do just whatever worked with, he just worked with freddie right they yeah, just, yeah. He just, he's got a yeah, grammy so nomination good. off of that joint yeah yeah oh wow that's, that's, yeah, like that. Alfre- Al- like yeah that. Alfredo. Alfredo, yeah. Alfredo is pretty good. It's, it's dope. Yeah. yeah, man, I like that joint. So versatile too. Like, yeah, yeah, it's is. crazy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, without a doubt, I like that. Well, listen, fellas, what we do at the Boom Bap Chat, it's not a hip hop show if you don't have any shout outs. So we're gonna give some shout outs, uh, DK and Justo. We'll save you to the very end, and then we'll vibe out. We'll we'll play a little bit of validation to validate this whole conversation together. Uh, yeah. So we'll, we'll do some shout outs. Uh, we'll start just up at the top left hand corner with my man Profound. Profound, who, who do you want to shout out tonight? Man, I'm going to shout, you know, my usual, give my children the love, man. Amir Zakir, Rosalina Daima, Ari, and Elijah. My uh, The site website is up, bluesununlimited.com, the Profound mm. Collection. Y'all can get the collection, the, the very first uh, unreleased, previously unreleased Profound album 
on the t-shirt the official jump off and then you'll get a free download of the album if you get the shirt and holla at your boy and my boom bat chat brothers of course and dk and justo man thank y'all for coming through of course for night so we're going to shout y'all out too and my man neville of course yeah and you know till you know how we do it man and my man io until yes um io moss man what's on your mind Man, just want to, you know, shout out Chicago, Southside, stand up, you know what I'm saying? Home, home, home advantage. Shout out uh, uh, Negro League, I'm rocking a gear. Um, my man Dante from, from Chicago. Shout out What's the Irony, my family in Detroit. And shout out Coach of Power 45, Taiwan Davis. Um, and, you know, my beautiful wife. Um, most high. I just want to say rest in peace to, um, well, before I do that, definitely want to give a shout out to Justo, DK. Thank y'all for coming through, man. Thank you for blessing sure. us. Uh, keep doing Thank what y'all you. doing. Keep putting out that music. Uh, sure. love to, I would love to connect with y'all, you know what I'm saying, on some collabo, uh, me and Pro, or until we got some stuff in the works. So we would love to like, you know, stay in contact with y'all brothers, man. And yes, I sir. do want to say rest in peace to Paul Mooney, man, uh, who passed away. Great comedian. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't know he was the pen behind Richard Pryor. Crazy. Mm. Um, wow. uh, uh, he was behind Dave Chappelle. Um, and yeah. just like very influential for a yeah. lot of comics out there. So he passed away at 79 this week. So just want to say rest wow. in power to, to the king, Paul Mooney, man. Yeah. So, yeah, that's Definitely. it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Io. Uh, Neville, who you got? Thanks for that, Io, because that made me think of a different type of shout out. Um, I would say that I just want to shout out all tastemakers and influencers mm-hmm. because, in a way, they help, like the word, right? Validation. They help to validate us and um, put us in context with new content. So that that's all I want to say. Like, when we listen to this music and we're going through whatever we're going through or we watch the comedy, it's like, you get it. Oh, that's me. Yeah. That reflection, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I kind of just want to give a shout out to that because where would we be without it? Um. So, yeah, that's it. Family, friends, as usual. Yeah. Boom Bap Review, Boom Bap Chat, Everybody's Hip Hop Label, and the UMC Till for like Helping to keep putting me on the new music, man. I appreciate yeah, putting yeah, thousand hours and <laughs> it's enhanced my life and it's enhanced my, my pandemic experience. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Justo and DK, man. Keep it banging, eardrums. Yeah. Yes, sir. Indeed. Thank you. And I and just want to. I just want to add yeah. to. Sorry, sorry. Just want to definitely. You're good, I know. Much love to y'all. I forgot to say my boom bap chat brothers. Yeah, I just want to give a special shout out to the Sky Zoo man who was yeah. here last week. I got a chance to like listen to his music and get up, man. Just much respect to him. Yeah. I, I apologize that I, I didn't have any questions. Oh, you're good. Man, I hope he comes back because I definitely want to build with him and have a conversation with him. Yeah, about, you know the music that he's doing. So definitely, man. Shout out to Sky Zoo, man, for taking the time to come through for real. Yeah, shout out to Sky Zoo. Speaking of Sky Zoo, he just released a new song tonight, yeah. today, yeah. and it's Ernie. super dope. That is yeah, fire. it is fire. Yeah, so make sure lyrics. you check that out. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So I, I definitely want to give a shout out to everyone in the room. Justo the MC, DK, of course, uh, Io Moss and Neville and Profound. 
Also want to give a shout out to everyone that comes and hangs out with us on Tuesday night in Clubhouse. This Tuesday, we're going to be celebrating DITC and Bootcamp Click. We'll be playing music back and forth, uh, saying, you know, how the music affects us and resonates with us. We're just going to celebrate two legendary crews. Also want to give a shout out to something I did. I want to toot my own horn a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. This is an album I made. I produced all the beats on here for an uh, MC named Sam Sun Zulu. This is The Line in the Jungle, and it's available tonight. It's coming out tomorrow, but I went ahead and made it live. So you can get it tonight. Uh, just go to the website, everybodyshiphop.com, and check that out. Also want to shout out Sam Sun Zulu, who's going to be our guest next Thursday. So we're going to be chatting with him. We did a remix contest with this album, and so we have like 18 different remixes that are floating around. And uh, I.O. Moss, Neville, and Profan are going to be listening to them and deciding which three are the best. And then next Thursday on the show, we're going to play them, and then you, you, everyone can vote uh, which, which one you like the most. And then uh, there's a cash prize and all that for the producer that comes in first. So that's going to be really fun. Uh, Justo the MC, DK, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to give you all the last word for your shout outs and then uh, we'll, we'll play validation to take us on out of here. So uh, DK, you have any shout outs for us tonight? Shout out to you guys. Um, my DJ and uh, mix engineer DJ, Uncle Fester. And uh, yeah, all the fans. We're Justo. Yeah, man. Shout you guys out. Boom Bap Chat, man. Um, just thank you for having us. Till, appreciate you. Um, man, shout out my girls, my two beautiful daughters, mm. uh, my wife, uh, mom Dukes. My pop said he was gonna be on the live, so hopefully he's actually tuned in today. Um, so shout the whole fam, shout the Fly Forever movement, my boy Rico, the whole fam, um, all my supporters, and uh, oh, a quick little tidbit, yep, shout yep. out, shout out my boy Cray, who shot the first video for this album and it's dropping monday it's already oh. done so the first video i'm not gonna even tell y'all the song because i'm gonna just let y'all like but <laughs> yeah yeah so the first video is done it is i'll put out a snippet tomorrow it's dropping monday so shout out my boy craig and uh yeah we we move we getting it done right on right on and uh the in, the outro music you all will hear tonight is called validation by justo the mc and dk off the album this is me if you haven't heard it, go listen. This is validation. Peace, y'all. Yes. Yes.
Drinked up a lot of chips, knocking a lot of chicks But nothing came to fruition Just bills like that college tuition Sucked me down into depression So I use my expression It's God-given, so what's the giving of you it as a blessing, huh? No time checking, I just take it and run Gain knowledge through tribulation Soak it up like a sponge, son